Welcome to the 77th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. All right. Hello. Hello. We're almost done, right? The one where we might actually make it out alive? Or, <laughs> or, or not. die trying, right? <laughs> die, die very badly trying. Yep. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> uh, Pathfinder Rob, remember you're a goblin. Right, right. You're playing a goblin. You're not a goblin, sorry. He is a go- Well, he's rather tall for a goblin. Never mind. I'm only three goblins tall. <laughs> Are you, Rob, are you telling us that you're three goblins in a trench coat? No comment. He's not not <laughs> telling us that, and that's the important part. Yeah. Uh, audience, I need speculations if Rob is actually just three goblins in a trench coat. <laughs> and that's how he knows goblin curses so well. <laughs> oh, you just pass it, it all makes them. sense. <laughs> Saffron! Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So when we last left... We were still in this massive fight in the fortress here. (laughs) You have all been beaten fairly regularly around the head and facial region, as well as the rest of your body. However, you have managed to kill two chimeras, a couple of boggards, a couple of chudrika that were here, and all that's left, as far as you can see... Are, are are we forgetting the weird ass version of, of silver that turned into a pile of ash? Oh yeah, there was someone who looked like silver who was bald and got incinerated and turned into a pile of ash. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. Oh, there's a giant skull. I forgot about that. There's a giant skull that has been shooting fire beams at you out of its eyes. That knife sword is now under, mm-hmm. so it can't see him i guess there's also a dragon chained onto like a dais head down looking at you just like sup guys head down ass up that's the way he likes to be sacrificed to dahak that's yeah that's the song right yep yep exactly <laughs> and then there's this creature that's right in front of brianna it is a medium-sized almost looks like a dragon almost but we've never actually described what this character looks like. It's like if you had a worse version of D&D and then like one of their base races was like a dragon person. Like that's what it would be like. Is this the one that looks like a furry's dream? <laughs> what? Aren't they scaly? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Can we talk about yeah, this before no, the scaly? Like, totally, yeah, it totally looks like something a scaly oh, would want like their, their scale suit to look like. Shiny. Um... Also, point of order, uh, it's running away from Brianna, and Brianna has gone batshit and is chasing after it, if I remember correctly. Trying to punch it to death? Yes, that is. Yes. That's right. (laughs) She's like covered in gore. Yep, she is. (laughs) She smooshed Um, Chimera, and now she's chasing this creature. Meanwhile, Soraya is like at four hit points, and Jasper's like slowly not dying in the next room. Yeah, let's get a quick status of everyone's hit points. I know we don't normally do this. Wait, can we can we do something first? Um, I'm looking at the yeah. the token for this dragon person because it is humanoid, right? It's got two legs, two arms. It's standing upright like a human. Right? Yeah. Does it have scaly boobs, or am I just imagining that's on the token? <laughs> okay, see, this is what I was talking about. It's a scaly stream. It like looks weirdly humanoid, like just human enough that it's like. Mm. Okay, let me give you a description. Okay. Make it slow. Slowly. Yep, thank you. (laughs) This creature's form is covered with slimy black skin. 
that varies between smooth and scaly. Their head is draconic, is filled with a grin of needle-like teeth, and crowned with a cluster of twisting black horns. Webbed hands and feet and in long digits tipped with sharp claws. Okay, so you can say that's the description in the book all you want, but the token we have is straight off someone's fucking DeviantArt account. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the picture from the book, just so you know. <laughs> hey, hey, artist um, at Paizo, um, I love you, but I also know that a lot of artists make money doing that kind of commission, so no judgment, but like, what? <laughs> also, we know what you're into. Hey, we don't kink shame here. It's I'm not fine. saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying we know. Look at that look at that drawing. Like we know what that person's into. Yeah. Like That's fine. This is a blue and purple dragon with a white neck and underbelly that from the, from a distance I'm sure it's actually its tail but literally looks like it has its like arm up like in that like <laughs> like finger yes, on the that thing. <laughs> um that is that is its uh, tail behind it. Yes. Well, from a distance it does not look like that. It like yeah, this is, there's nothing oozy, gross, or, like, nasty about this. This is straight up, like, <laughs> a, a blue-purple drake giving you bedroom eyes. <laughs> Sorry, what what book is this? <laughs> <laughs> We're now learning things about Rob, so... <laughs> Here, let me show this to all of you. That is the full art of the creature. Mm-hmm. Do you yep. see it now? Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so, it's wearing scale armor... <laughs> Okay, so current hit points for everyone. Brianna is at 42 hit yep. points. Soraya, you're at four hit points. Jasper has twice the hit points I do at eight. <laughs> Twin Talon has 37 hit points. So he's fine. He's super healthy at this point. Pretty much. And Knife Sword has... Variable hit points. 27 hit points. So, you know, you're all doing well. It is now this creature, the Scaly's turn, and for its first action, it's going to reach out. Reach out and touch me. Well, it's going to touch Brianna. Okay. Can you please make a reflex save? A reflex save. And we do have hero points again, right? We have another hero point because it's a new session. Everyone has a hero point. That is correct. That was a 17. That will be a critical fail. All right. Take my hero point. (laughs) All right. Hero point taken. How's a 22? That is a regular fail. All right. That's fine, I guess. Well, at least it's better. It's not worse. Uh Uh-huh. I see a cone on the ground, so I think it's just like a breath of... It's going to fart on me. I'm guessing it's acid. If it has black and like black horns, black scales, it looks blue to me, but the way Sean described it, it's black. And has webbed hands. I'm gonna guess it's mm. some kind of black dragon person. Does black dragons live in a swamp? Black could just be the scale armor he was describing. Oh, but the horns were black too. Mm. Oh. Oh, hang on. I do have bulwark, which is a plus three modifier instead of my dex for damaging effects. Right. So it's one extra. Okay. So that would be a All twenty-three. Right. That's still a regular still, fail, unfortunately. Right. Well, I tried. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Does anyone else think that bulwark sounds like the what you make up to sound like you actually did something? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So gouts of fire rush forth from this creature's hands, dealing 30 points of damage. Minus. Ouch. What was it? Oh, five. It's fire. Okay. So you take 
25 points of damage. Okay. And then for its last action, mm-hmm. it's going to run away. No, it's not. Fuck you. Get over here. <laughs> you really think... Well, when it leaves its space, you can take an attack of opportunity if you'd like. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Make that attack. I will try my best. I dropped my scimitar, correct? I'm trying to remember this. I don't remember if you dropped it, but you've definitely been punching people. I think you did throw it down. Yes. I did. Yes, that green line in the corner to the southeast is the scimitar. Excellent. Well then, come over here. Get over here. (laughs) I've been rolling absolute crap. How's a 22? That will miss. So it's gonna move. (sighs) Cool. As it runs, it yells at Knife Sword, Get away from there! Oh, it's a Muppet. (laughs) It's susceptible to fire. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you guys blew out some more walls. I forgot about that. Yeah, most of them, I think, at this point. Yeah, Knife Sword, it is your turn. All right. Okay, so from underneath, I look up. Is there a way I could climb up underneath and try to maybe dislodge the gem from the bottom. You looked at that last time and you needed to be an expert in thievery to do it or have the spell dispel magic. Okay, I'm gonna try this. You can just attack it as well. It has hit points and a hardness and all that stuff. So There's also a dragon person running around that all right. doesn't want to get pulled into a lake of fire probably mm-hmm. in case that's a thing you can do. Probably. Oh yes, M- molten gold is pouring from the eyes of the skull and into this pit surrounding the chained down dragon. Oh, I'm glad I noticed that before I walked under them. Are you sure it's not pouring out of the, the skull's nose? I was like, because the eyes are over the floor. They're not over the, the basin. Oh, okay. You know what? Yes. Out of its nose and mouth. It's got a really bad, like, mm-hmm. head cold, so it's <laughs> coming out the nose and Seems mouth. Right. Just gold dripping down. Hmm. Alright. I want to cast Darkness between the both of the eyes so that I cover both eyes in darkness. Okay. Ooh. 20 feet. 20 foot. 20 foot radius. I just I just listened to the episode where uh, yeah. you did that while I was in the water. <laughs> so that would be a 20 foot radius. That would also get you, Knife Sword, but I don't think you really care. He's well, got dark no, because I mean, I can sort of see through it. Oh, that's right. Barely, but I can still sort of see through it. So yes, I'm going to do that and see if that affects their aiming. Okay. All right, so you cast darkness over the skull. Twin Talon. So Twin Talon is going to use trick magic item. Again. Mm-hmm. Different item this time. <laughs> this one is going to be nature. Uh-oh. Because there's a scroll he's been holding on to called dinosaur shape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for this. <laughs> Clever girl. So he's going to try to <laughs> trick the scroll into working for him. If there is any way to assist on this roll, I want to see this happen. So I got a total of 16. Okay. It's a level four spell. That will not be enough. Would you like to use a hero point? Well, it's my first round, my first action of this new episode. So of course <laughs> I want to use my hero point, John. Let's just get this the fuck out yeah. of the way. Hopefully I'll get a negative a natural one and then it will turn yeah. me into desert permanently with a dinosaur brain and I'll wander off into the jungle or some other fucking bullshit. Here we go. Okay. Fifteen. That's less. I fucking hate bullshit. It's fucking oh, bullshit. Oh no. 
It's a regular fail, which I don't think destroys the yeah, scroll. Yeah, I just can't oh, activate it. You just don't trick it, right? Okay, so no my big second deal. action. That was your first action. Go 5, 15, 20, 25. And then for my third action, 5, 15, 20, 25. So Twin Talon ran out of the door, and on the eastern side of that room are a bunch of rubble where walls used to be, and he ducked back south around the remnants of another wall. Um, but I am now closer to Knife Sword, and hopefully I can get up there and do something. Uh, <laughs> Don't die, please! Uh, trying to think. Remember, laser beam eyes. Oh yeah, laser beam eyes. But there's also darkness up there. I'm trying to figure out if she would just keep chasing this thing or not she's she's pissed i think she finally realizes how hurt she is oh fuck i can't do my heal spell because i haven't focused i don't know if i've done battlefield medicine on myself on yourself you have not you have done it to everyone else all right might as well i'm not looking too hot so she'll take a minute to tourniquet her neck because that's how you do it right i'm pretty sure Yep. That's how Timid taught you. If you trap all the blood in your brain, you'll never pass out. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait a minute. All right. I've been rolling kind of crap the last several times. Let's see how it... Fuck. Oh, wow. I just make it with a 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks to those healer's gloves, you make it. So it's 2d8. Let's do a 2d8. <sighs> wow. Our dice are garbage. Yeah. Well, well, I've been rolling pretty shittily the last several times. Well, so so did I. All of us, all of us have so far. Yeah, um, I only get back six. So that was one action. <laughs> okay, so that's one action. Got any javelins? Do I? I believe I do. I was looking over everyone's character sheets of what they had and didn't have still. Okay, fine. Yeah, next action would be to pick up a javelin, and then my final action would be to throw. Yep. Yep. What did you get? So I got a 33. Will that hit? That will hit. Finally. Good gravy. All right. Take <laughs> eight points of damage. Whack. And it is still alive. Of course it is. <clears throat> Soraya. So Matt, is, is the scroll of Diner Shape, is that self or is that one willing target? I believe it's self, but let me double check. Because I will absolutely run up to you, snatch it, and try to do it myself on you. It sounds like it's hard itself. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to use one of my last two batches of reagents to make myself a uh, an elixir of life. Because okay. I, I, am, I am not doing hot. Alrighty, I'm going to heal 17, and I think that is make, drink, and I guess I'll peek around the corner before I'm going to regret that. It is now the dragon scaly creature's turn. They are going to run five and Darkhold. Hmm. Can you give me a reflex save, please? Yeah. Remember, I'm in an obscuring darkness. Yes, but a cone of energy flies at you. Okay, 27. Okay, so you fail... You don't have to roll for concealment? It's not targeted. Okay. I tried. Sorry. No, Normally, yes, but for area of effects, no. But yeah, he's, he's just attacking the darkness. Would you like to use that hero point that you have? I mean, I rolled a 14. I don't know if I can... Yeah, you why not? You rolled 27 total. Is that All a right. failure? Yeah. That is a failure. Good lord. Mm. 
Why not? Let's see what happens. All right. This is when Rob rolls a one. Don't chase him. Ah, it was five times better than you thought. (laughs) (laughs) So your new roll is an 18, which is a regular fail. Wait, that's impossible. Why? Because if 18 is a fail, then 27 is a success. No, you're right. That is a critical fail. Okay. Let me do some quick math. Lame. I rolled very poorly, which is... Good for you guys, not so good for me. Take 24 points of acid damage as this creature breathes forth acid from their mouth. It's not the worst place you could get breathed acid on from, I guess. (laughs) Well, I know what I'm doing come my turn, if I'm still alive. All right, you, Knife Sword, you can kind of see that the gems light up like they're about to shoot, but can't see anything, so nothing happens. It is now the top of round 17 in this combat, oh, and it is Knife Sword's turn. Gonna shoot it. Gonna breathe at me. I'm gonna vomit at you. Vomit swarming him. Okay. I need to make a reflex save. See? So, if I have a plus 16 modifier and I roll a 1. That's still a critical failure, Sean. That's a, that's a critical failure, right? <laughs> Let's grab a crit fail card. Ooh. Wait. That's a critical... Actually, no! That would be a... Yeah. That's a crit hit for Knife Sword. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I get the card? Critical hit, not critical failure. Yeah, critical hit card. Shrink after effect. Normal damage, the target is reduced in size as if the subject to a shrink spell until the end of its next turn. Interesting. Okay, and then damage. Nine. Piercing. Nine points of damage. All seagulls. As seagulls land on this dragon-like creature... And it shrinks from medium to small. Come pick on somebody your own size. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, And you have one more action, I believe, Mr. Darkhold. Oh. And I'm going to go one. Wow, no, no, call me knife sword. Mr. Darkhold was my father. Next up is twin shoes, twin talon. So, did I see the eyeballs light up and not fire because they're in darkness? Can I make that connection? No. Uh, yeah, you you see this, like, glow kind of emanate out from where the skull is, and but nothing happens. So, yeah, you could probably guess. Well, a bunch of seagulls burst out of the darkness. Oh, yeah, and then you saw a bunch of seagulls fly and hit this creature. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly, obviously, what that is. I, I was just seeing if I was aware that the eyeballs were negated for right now. They seem to be. You're about 60 feet away, Twin Talon, if you'd like. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I actually had another thought here. So, I see that there's this ball of darkness over the head, which happened... Correct. I want to say... Yeah, when I ran past, it was there. And then the dragon person ran up, shot acid into the darkness, and seagulls flew out and shrunk them down. <laughs> so, Twin Talon is going to... But yeah, but the key is that he, he noticed that the eyes flared and did not fire as if they couldn't see anything. So he's going to move, and Twin Talon comes running up. All right, so that's exactly two moves. Okay. So with my third action, I'm going to shove the dragon person into the pool of molten gold. Okay, and they are small, so... Yeah, that's the reason I'm doing it. <laughs> I, think <that> they, <laughs> I think that they are disadvantaged uh, to... Being athletics check, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is an athletics check. Good thing you got that hero point. Yeah. 
against our fortitude DC, okay. Do you notice how skillfully he wiped all of our hero points out in the first round? Mm-hmm. Hey, I have mine. <laughs> I feel like he gives them to us and then takes them away, so it sounds like he's being nice, but really, it's like he's not like, doing anything. And he's also supposed to, like, reward us for doing cool shit, and he never does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a plus two to your shove. Because they're small? Yes. All right, so I'm going to try it. I mean, the worst thing that happens, I guess, is that I critically fail and go over them into the pool myself, which would just put me out of my misery, so it's probably going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Do good well. How about a natural 20? How about that? Yes! Yes, yes, yes. If there's ever a time for a natural 20. All right, so twin talent. (laughs) Twin talent. Yes. You get a hero point. Thank you. Yes. And you critically succeed, so you may push your target up to 10 feet and stride after them if you'd like. So Twin Talon kind of runs up at this dragon creature, which just got shrunk, and just like shoulder checks it hard over the edge of the basin. And it goes pinwheeling head over tea kettle or whatever the saying is into (laughs) the vat of molten gold with a bloop sound uh, as Twin Talon kind of continues slightly past and skids to a halt. Brianna is so proud. I just imagine, like, all the stereotypical movie shots of a nerd getting shoved in a locker. <laughs> no. Or in a pool. It's more like in a pool. <laughs> all right. Well, that's three actions for me. I don't know if it takes damage or whatever. Well, happens, hang but... on. Mm-hmm. Hang on. So as you shove it in, it does pinwheel ass over tea kettle it was. into the lava, and it splashes. Molten gold flies up everywhere. Matt, since you pushed this creature into the lo- uh, gold... Mm-hmm. Yep, not lava, gold. Can you roll 4d6 for me? I can. 5, 5, 5, and 2 is 17. So it takes 17 fire damage as it lands in this pool of molten gold. Good lord. Now, I think it's way worse than that. Just abstractly thinking. Because it's coated in like this hot metal. So even if it were to climb out, it would have to get all this... It's It's... Like, that would be persistent. Yeah, it's, like, burning. It's stuck on its skin. It's probably, like, anyway, good luck, dragon guy. My, my turn's over, but, uh, yeah. And uh, Twin Talon will kind of skid to a halt, look at Brianna, and give her a wink. Oh. And uh, I think it's her turn. I learned it from watching you! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brianna. No, it's your turn. Brianna so proudly will dive after the creature. Be like, I'm coming too! (laughs) And gives up. Uh, No, I don't. (laughs) Not sure what to do. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Plot twist. She gives up. Uh, (laughs) We still have to deal with the the eyeball-y thingy, but that's more Twin Talon's expertise. I I was going to say, at this point, I think that I'm not... I, I agree with you. It's, it's hard to say what to do other than to fall back so that the eye beams don't shoot you or move forward under them with seagull teeth so that the eye beams don't shoot you. But, yeah. Well, darkness lasts for a minute. Right. So you have some rounds. Okay, so my thought would be to go ahead and pick up my scimitar and then move forward under it. Nice. For my turn. Okay. All right. So I'll let you do the moves. That should be... Yep, that's enough to get your scimitar. That should be... Two. I'm slow. I'm twenty. That's like yeah. That's two actions. Um. So I move halfway across the room, slowly, kind of sauntering, looking around, be like, "Ooh, these fairy lights." <laughs> I, I didn't really uh. 
appreciate them till till now. <laughs> and that's my turn. All right, Soraya. So yeah, I think I'm just going to take my turn and run up next to Darkhole near that, the left eyeball. Okay. If I can see Twin Talon, like, under the skeleton. Like, what, what do we want to do about the dragon that's chained up there? Uh, I hadn't thought that far, but I don't think he's their friend. I don't know if he's ours either. Twin Talon, at the start of this creature's turn, please roll 4d6. One, two, three, and six for 12. As this creature starts to move, the molten gold starts to solidify around its legs and up its body, and it dies. Finally. Well, it should have surrendered before I kicked it into a vat of molten gold. If it watched Games of Thrones, it would have known that. (laughs) And now, at the start of round 18... I am happy to say combat oh, is still God. going. Is over. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Jesus, that is the longest combat I have ever played in like my ten oh. years of roleplay. <laughs> I need a cigarette after that, and I so, don't even smoke. If, if, uh, if it's okay with everybody else, Twin Talon's gonna scoot underneath the the skull here and try to disarm those eyeballs. So I, I don't think they know combat's over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak Draconic, so I'm going to try and go talk to the imprisoned dragon. Okay, so first off, let's see if Twin Talon disables this trap. I'm going to fall over. Yeah. I think you're all about to fall mm-hmm. over. Oh, and Jasper comes back to me okay. out, out of combat round. <laughs> yep. All right, so Twin Talon, go ahead and do your... I got a 36. All right, so you manage to clamber up to the eye, and you pop one of the gems out so you have one eye disabled would you like to try the other eye i mean yeah i've only got a couple rounds before it's not dark anymore okay. and starts blasting so take it yeah exactly at 21 that uh that that gem seems to be wedged in there a little bit stronger uh okay i'll try again okay 23 that will pop it out okay so for reference i needed to roll a five <laughs> i just failed to do that on the second time okay so after that, Twin Talon is happy to let everybody else kind of do what they want to do. I'm, I just wanted to take care of that before we forgot about it, and we're trying to talk to the dragon, and all of a sudden, like, lances of fire shoot out and murder everybody. <laughs> yeah, I shoot, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to go into exploration mode. So starting with Soraya, what would you like to do? Um, Isn't it a social action to, like, make an impression? Can I try to, like, make an impression on this dragon that, like, we're not here to hurt it? Sure. So you're going to come around. It's going to be a diplomacy check. And you may attempt to speak to the dragon. I do speak its language. Does that give me... Well, I assume that just lets me actually try and make this check if it doesn't speak uh, common. Yeah. All right. I'll make that secret check for you. Haya, what are you doing? Or what is Brianna doing? Brianna is going to take a knee and do some meditation or prayer in thanks to Serenre to receive her focus point back. Okay. So you will be regaining a focus point. Twin Talon, what are you doing? As Soraya is talking to the dragon and Brianna is taking a knee, Twin Talon will pull out the grappling hook and rope and try to fish this dead dragon person out of the molten gold. Okay. And last but not least, Knife Sword, what are you doing? Looking for a place to crawl up and fall asleep. Uh, how big is Brianna's uh, backpack? <laughs> big enough for you, I'd say. Yeah, look, him over. 
And I'm strong enough to carry you too. Yeah, that's the key part. While she's while she's like meditating, I'm just gonna like quietly and carefully <laughs> climb into her backpack and just go to sleep. Roll stealth. Okay. Like a goddamn like cat sneaking into your backpack before school. Yes, I love it. Soraya, as you approach this dragon, you hear it whisper, "Help me." Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Um, do you, do you have a name? And I'm gonna be trying to like figure out how to unfasten the chains. Uh, they're just very heavy chains. You could break them, disintegrate them, chop them, pick, lock pick them, whatever you need to do. Julianne fry them. Yes, exactly. Clearly. So my thievery is actually plus 10 and, uh, but you know, no, I'll use my last, my last batch of reagents to just melt them with an acid blast. So as you're walking around melting them, uh, I am Chiron. It is your pleasure. It, it is, is your, your pleasure. pleasure to meet me. <sighs> it is good. Great. Well met. Um, do I recognize that name at all? Can I make a knowledge check? Not. You don't recognize the name. Okay. Uh, Chiron, um, am I correct in assuming that they had imprisoned you in an attempt to use you in a ritual? Uh, yes. They, they were trying to sacrifice me to secure, to secure Dahawk's blessing and then secure the Ayadara that the elves are guarding. But in the grand scheme of things, Belzamog already got what she claimed she wanted. Hunter's Gate was opened and it was only a matter of time before Dahawk tries to force his way out. Out of where? Out of the gates. Okay, wonderful. If I've successfully melted all of the, the chains, I try to, like, unshackle him and, like... Yep. So the shackles come off and fall into the molten gold. Twin Talon, you manage to fish out the creature that you pushed in to the gold. Brianna, you regain your point, and Knife Sword, you curl up in Brianna's backpack. Excellent. So in the next ten minutes, what would you like to do, Soraya? I'm assuming continue to talk to them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue my conversation. Okay, Twin Talon. So uh, the dragon just said something about Belzmog got what they wanted. Is this Belzmog, the the black dragon person? If you ask Soraya to ask the dragon, the dragon kind of nods and smiles at the gold statue that you have. <laughs> All right. I think Twin Talon will kind of wistfully look at it and realize that all of its stuff is now inside of this gold shell. But I'm debating whether or not to take it as a trophy, or to crack it open and take all the goodies out of inside. I have a logistical question about that. So it was shrunk from the spell, but it was only going to last one round. Right. So It's a small creature. Is it going to, like, resize and bust out of the gold? Or? <laughs> well, the fun thing is about that spell, if you can't, or at least for the enlarged version, if there's not space for you to enlarge, like, you just don't. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And there's no space for it to re regrow, so it just doesn't. But if so Unless Twin Talon takes the gold out off of it. So, like, in, like, a thousand years, if someone were to break open this statue, the skeleton would just, like, increase in size? Like, Yep. It would be like the can of peanuts with a snake inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Twin Talon will he'll work on trying to carefully bisect the, uh... Actually, he'll go over to Brianna, because she would be way more able to do that. And he'll be like, um, do you think you could, with your scimitar... Just make a clean cut, like, down the middle, like, half, like, around, like, through the waist? What? Why? 
so we could get the person out? O- okay. That's rather dark, but I will try my best. And uh, sure, I guess I'll do a an attack roll. You don't have to. You can you can do that pretty easily. Yeah. No no need to roll. I mean she's she's very strong. She's a smith. Yeah. If anybody can do it. Yeah. I mean if <laughs> I should say I should say if, if Brianna can't do it, no ain't nobody can do it. Yeah. Knife sword, what are you doing? Wait, wait. So so, so when she cuts it open, does it just go <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it makes that noise. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm just fascinated by this. Flies out. <laughs> yeah. It probably like, oozes out, like squeezes out. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, cool, yeah, cool, not cool, great. Cool, cool. Not what I was hoping for, but that's kind of what happened, I think. Um, seeing as I have three hit points, I'm just gonna like rest. <laughs> okay, Soraya, I'm gonna go back to you with the speaking to Chiron. Um, as the shackles fall off, you see him stand up to his full size. Do I regret my decision? Uh they are. Fairly large. Their token looks like it is a mechanically large token. Yes. By looking at this dragon standing up, you think that this is a ancient red dragon. But you do see a gold shard sticking out of its chest. Uh-oh. Ooh, um, did, did, did they try? And she'll just kind of like gesture. Like, Do you need that removed or would that make it worse? Oh, I don't know what it is. It's a, a shard of something powerful, I know that. A, a fragment, the Scarlet Triad, gifted to Belzamog to aid her in the ritual she performed to raise the dragon pillars. Chiron replies, looking down at his wound and prodding at it slightly. The gold around the wound inflicted by the shard is a manifestation of its power, I think. Painful, but not agonizing. It's a complete violation of my personal autonomy, but from an arcane viewpoint, it is very interesting. I wish I knew what it is or where it came from. Am I allowed to be sus that an ancient red dragon wouldn't know that? Give me a... Can I make an arcana check on the thing? Uh, you can make an arcana check on the thing, yes. That's a, a 20, unnatural. You have no idea. Okay, I figured. That's a critical fail. Ouch. Oof. Okay. Hi, DC. Uh, you can do another uh, knowledge arcana check on Chiron to try and figure out what he is. That's a 35 to figure out what Chiron is? Chiron is a young red dragon. What do I know about red dragons? Red dragons are chaotic neutral. Hey. Wait, they are? Second edition, apparently. Or at least this one is. <laughs> this one is new- chaotic neutral. Let me... Sorry. Let me say that. This one is chaotic neutral. I mean, out of character, would Saraya think that was odd? If she knows, if she rolled a 35 on dragons, yes. it's like, this dragon is chaotic neutral. That is not normal. Uh, normal. Okay. Yeah, yes. I, I, it, its behavior thus far has definitely been like, this is not- I, I misspoke. Re- young red dragons are normally chaotic evil. I told you this one is neutral, so that it is weird. The largest and most powerful of the chromatic dragons, reds are a menace to civilizations everywhere. And their strength is rivaled only by their arrogance. Red dragons see themselves as regents and overlords of all dragon kind. With their crown of crimson spikes and their command of blistering flames, this is no haughty boast in their eyes, only unquestioned fact. I'm gonna go ahead and hazard an assumption that the thing in it is adjusting its alignment. But I feel like we also might need it, and I don't necessarily want to take it out. What, the thing in its chest? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to say we don't need it. 
Um, <laughs> from a story standpoint, it would be weird to be like, either you get the thing and murder a non-evil creature, or you can't finish the adventure. Well, I was well say, he we did say a, it was painful. Yeah, I say we have a healer here. We wouldn't murder him to take it out. I'm just worried that it'll flip him, flip his alignment back to evil if we do. Isn't it lodged in his chest, though? That just seems like a bad spot to be ripping pieces out. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Is it um, the gold there? Is that is that separate from that piece now? Which gold? The, the gold that was, like, around it. Oh, uh, it has... The gold is coming from it. It started to radiate out from the wound. Uh, did you did you notice say a... Um, you said it was a, a, an affront to your autonomy. Did you notice yourself feeling or thinking differently after... After it was embedded. Yes, it felt like someone stabbed me. Uh, emotionally. <laughs> is, is what I, I no. was No. Um, well, we... It just really hurt. Ooh, it's got an accent now. I like it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I like it's like weird, sudden British accent. Um, we, we do have someone here who knows knows a bit about, about healing. Uh, would you like us to try and, and remove it and have her perhaps... I'm reasonably sure that taking this out would kill me, sadly, so... No, you should leave it in. Uh, I, uh, she, she's going to give a quick rundown of the conversation to the rest of the party. It does be like, what do now? Um, well, it's not evil, so I don't know that we can execute it. I don't know. Do you speak Talden? Yes. Which is common. Common, yes. Yeah. Yes. Say, <laughs> yeah, this would be a really weird thing to do to be like, you have to speak Draconic or you can't finish this adventure. Uh, yes, I do. That makes this so much easier. Oh, great. Um, so, what what were you doing when they captured you? Belzamog and I had an irreconcilable philosophical disagreement about things. I was of the opinion that she, it, well, was an idiot, and after a very persuasive argument on her part, I am fo- forced to amend my argument. She is the an idiot with the good fortune of having powerful supporters in the Scarlet Triad, but then they overwhelmed me, and I am now here. Right, but, like, do you live around here? Are you from the Mwangi Expanse? I've... I travel. Oh, I met someone like you. <laughs> so if if we part ways, uh, what, what do you plan to do next? Well, uh... I don't, not a big fan of the Scarlet Triad and what they're trying to do here, so I'll probably leave. And if I find any, well, being the rightful king of dragons, I'll probably eat them. Um, so what, what are the Scarlet Triad trying to do here? <sighs> well, they seem to delight in meddling with zealots, as far as I can tell. Uh... They were using us, certainly. They were too powerful and had too many resources to want us as an equal. I, I su- suspect that they were using the Cinderclaws to prepare this region for some unknown plan of their own, all of which I told Belzamog repeatedly, but no, Belzamog knows best. Well, we now know where that got her. Is the Scarlet Triad or, or Belzamog independently attempting to call forth to Hawk? Oh, um, Belzimog will worship the hawk, and you see him spit when he says that. I don't think the Scarlet Triad has anything to do with the hawk, personally, but they were willing to fund the Cinder Claws in order to further their own gains. Hmm. So, it sounds like you and Belzimog go way back. 
Hmm. Yes. What was Belzebog? Well, initially, Belzebog was a boggart. But, after praying to Dahawk, apparently they, it, he, took pleasure in warping her to this creature that you slew. Uh, Well, if she started as a boggart, I can certainly see why you are correct in assuming she's an idiot. (laughs) Well, I don't know what else to do, I guess I was going to say, like... I guess we could scour the fortress to see if there's anything left worth taking, and then I think we've crushed the cinder claws in the area. The Scarlet Triad. Uh, were the Scarlet Triad the one that were funding um, elf, evil elf lady? Yes, there is a connection there. Yeah, because I definitely remember that. And she was also looking for the Ayudara. I don't know if it's the other way around. I don't. I think that they were funding her because she, she wanted to make like an assassin academy or something. They were making her look for the Ayodara. I don't know. It's very complicated. Well, that's, and over years of playing, either, yeah. it's hard to remember. Uh, either way, I'm not entirely convinced that they have nothing to do with Dahog. <laughs> um. So, just to kind of remind you what you what you learned, Vaz. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Vaz. Vaz Lorraine was trying to start an assassins and thieves guild back in Breach Hill. Mm-hmm. She was getting funding from this mysterious Scarlet Triad. Now you have found out that the Cinder Claws, specifically Belzamog, was being funded by the Scarlet Triad as well. Okay, so they just have their fingers in a lot of pies. It's like a, what? What now then? I'm just trying to get my head around this. So they, so. Chiron and Belzamog were old buddies, and the Scarlet Triad came around, gave Belzamog the ability to, I think you said something about raising the dragon pillars, they raised the dragon pillars, or she raised the dragon pillars with their help, or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, she was in charge of the Cinder Claws and started raising the pillars in her worship of Dahak. Right. Between Chiron and... Belzamog, they had a difference that he was kind of flighty about acknowledging, and that caused a break in their friendship, and then suddenly he was stabbed and chained up and trying to be sacrificed to Dahak. Yeah, they jammed some thing in this chest? Yep, a gold shard, and you see the gold is starting to spread out from the wound. Mm. So I, I want to make a pun about the Wrath of a Shardalon, which was a thing from... <laughs> a different edition of D&D, but I can't... There's something in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Oh, also, sorry, real quick. Oh, we kind of glossed over you guys joining in in this dragon conversation, but Brianna, when you mm. cut the gold off of Belzamog, mm-hmm. as soon as the gold hit the ground, it turned into dust. Well... What do I have to roll to know more about that? Um, A number on the die. Good, good, yes, continue. Could it be crafting? It could be crafting. It also could be religion. Hmm. Well, let's see which one is <laughs> higher. I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be crafting, though. Well, one after my own heart. What gives me the best mod? You know it. <laughs> uh, I am expert crafting. I am a smith, after all. So let's roll that. Do I learn anything with the 21? You do. You do, actually. By looking at the gold and looking at the skull... Mm-hmm. Now that the eyes are off of it and that you've destroyed parts of the skeleton, Mm -hmm. you notice that they seem to all be connected. And as the skeleton started to be destroyed, the gold, as it was pouring down black wisps of it, 
It became less and less corporeal. So it seems like this was magical gold somehow being maintained through the skull. Okay. I think my next question was more to do with the uh, silver lookalike. Ah, yes. But it's dust, right? There's no way to... You could ask the dragon if he knows him. It's a pile of clothes and dust in the clothes. Cool. There is a guitar. Sure. Uh, forgive me, I, I do not mean to uh, interrupt your conversation, but the, the gentleman that was here, the, the, the bald one that unfortunately, well, maybe not unfortunately, the, the one that fell, what, what do you know of them? Unfortunately, not much. The Scarlet Triad sent him as a representative to speak with Belzimog to help see if she needed anything else. But he had just arrived and was very creepy and mysterious. Very flighty with answers. I kind of want to press him on the... Press Chiron on the, the disagreement thing since you did bring up he was flighty about it. Okay. What do you say? Um, can, can you... Um, I know you said you had a, a, a disagreement with with Belzimog. Is Was it anything in, in particular? She used me. She hoped I would serve as Hawk's avatar, but I served well enough as an unwilling vessel for the Destroyer's power. Do you know what it is to look upon the face of a god? To know that all of your wrath and hate could burn the whole world clean and that you would still be nothing more than a dying speck in the face of an inferno? Boy, yes, I actually have nightmares quite like that. Almost every night. Then you understand. Uh, is, is there anything uh, else we can do help you? Is there somewhere no, you can... No, you've blown a hole clear out the <laughs> side. I think I can take off from here. Well, fine then, if you're going to be like that. And with that, he stands to full height, stretches his wings, and starts to leave. Goodbye, then. Pine Watcher will be so disappointed. Well, that was a thing. Oh. <laughs> Knife Sword's going to climb out of the backpack okay. for a second. Okay. He's going to walk around one of the remaining walls. Okay. And you're just going to hear some humming and some running water. <laughs> oh, no. A couple seconds later, he's going to come back. Jump up and climb back in and go back to sleep. No, get get out. Go wash your hands first before you get back in there. Get out. No. No. Get. Get. Get out. Get out. Don't hiss at me. So. So. I'm assuming you guys are going to comb through the rest of this building looking for stuff. Yeah. yeah. So in the back behind the skull, you find a little nook with uh, a sleeping cabin and you find a bunch of things in a little chest. I was afraid we were going to find like a sleeping creature. <laughs> no, you found <clears throat> 830 gold pieces, 3,950 silver pieces, uh-huh. 7,800 copper pieces, Nice, nice. a stack of gold nuggets. Are they arsenic gold nuggets? Yes. You find 20 of them. You find a shield, a longbow, a rod, and a wand. Remind me how we identify things like the rod and the wand. So, if you want to identify the rod, it is an arcana check. It's actually, it's any of the magical schools. 
for both of those magical items. I'd like to identify the wand. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a look at the rod then. For 24. Okay. Arcana. Yep. Rob, what did you roll for Arcana? Oh, Arcana? Or whatever whatever one you want to use. Occult. That works. Oh, oh, I'll just, okay. Yeah, I'll take that one. The <laughs> wand is a wand of dimension door. It's a wand of dementia. <laughs> and the rod is a rod of wonder. <laughs> okay. That's the name of it. Rod of Wonder. I wonder what it does. A Rod of Wonder. This particular rod is strange and unpredictable. Each time it is activated, it produces a variety of effects at random. (laughs) It takes two actions to activate it. You can choose a creature within 60 feet, roll a percentage die, and on the table determine the rod's effect. Oh, dear. Um, are the effects all bad or all good or a mix? They are mixed. If you look at the Rod of Wonder in the group loot sheet, there should be a little table that you can click. It should say at the very bottom, it should say Rod of Wonder. But you have things like leaves grow from the target, darkness spell, summon a giant stag beetle as a fifth level summon animal spell, a stream of 600 large and colorful butterflies pour forth in a 20 foot burst for two rounds. Creatures are blinded while in the cloud of butterflies. Uh, lightning bolt. <laughs> uh, gust of wind. There's a whole bunch of things cool. that could happen. Fun. So, yeah, that's what those are. You also have the bow and the shield. And you also find a journal. Because what good adventure doesn't right. ha- not have If we a don't befriend the bad guy and get them to tell us all of the information... Or if we kill the red dragon, <laughs> we need a journal to tell us all the things that he told us, probably. If you would like to look at the the bow, you can I, try and identify it with any of the magics. And same deal with the shield. I, I would like someone to do that. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check on the, the bow. Okay. I mean, if it's magical, I, I can't do anything. Well, you can use religion, I thought, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. Sure, I'll check the shield then. All right. What did you get for the bow? 27 for the bow with Arcana. 27 for the bow. That is a plus two striking longbow. Wow. (laughs) And what did you roll for the... Shield. Shield? Not great. I rolled a 16. Not enough, unfortunately. Yeah, no idea what this is. Someone else like to look at it? I think it's a shield. It's a dinner plate. Oh, it could... No, no, it's dinner plate. Well, you're the smith. I trust you. You didn't... Oh, actually, you did critically fail, so... <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably for the dragon. That's why it's so big. What do you mean? We can make nice paella here. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> Would Soraya or Knife Sword like to take a look at it? Knife Sword, are you still napping? <laughs> what? <clears throat> what? Huh? <laughs> there you go. Poking his head out. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll take a look at it if he is, but... <laughs> Lunch? Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Lunch? <laughs> It's another 27 on the shield. <laughs> this is called a Dragon Slayer's Shield. <gasps> hey, Dragon, come back. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> a Dragon Slayer's Shield is a solid steel shield covered with dragon hide from certain types of dragons, which distinguish each shield from the other. While raised, this shield, Hardness 8, 32 hit points, break point 16, and a repair of DC 28, Grants its circumstance bonus to reflex saves against area effects, as well as AC as normal. Nice. While you hold this shield, it also grants you a plus two circumstance bonus to will saves against a dragon's frightful presence ability. 
The shield has resistance 10 against the damage type corresponding to the type of dragon whose hide was used in its creation. This applies after reducing the damage for hardness. So when you use shield block, the dragon slayer shield takes 18 less damage from the attack of that damage type. You can use shield blocks against attacks of that damage type. So what uh, what dragon hide is it made of? So it doesn't say. So I figure we should do a good old-fashioned roll. School of Lava Boy. Sorry. I mean, seems fair to me. Can you roll a D6 higher? Because I'm going to assume you're the one who might use it. Probably. That is a very good uh, assumption. Oh, uh, I rolled a six. So a six is dealer's choice. So it's your choice or mm-hmm. roller's choice. So you could do black or copper, which would give acid, blue or bronze for electricity, brass for fire, green for poison, mm-hmm. gold or red for fire, or silver or white for cold. I'm going to uh, put this dinner plate on my mm. back now, and I'm going <laughs> to make paella on it later. Okay. Okay. Do you know what uh, what element you would like to be more resistant to? Can't I choose on a whim whenever I want to? <laughs> you could. I'll let you do that on the first time, but then that's going to lock it in. Good thing I have this shield specifically for this one thing. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we we can talk about it off air. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm now going to take cinematic control of your characters. Was was that was that everything that was in the uh, in the complex here? Yes. Okay. Yes, as well as the journal. Did 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 uh, what's her face have any stuff on her? Belzamog. Belzamog. Since I released her from her gold prison. By me, I mean Brianna. No, she doesn't actually. She was a divine caster, that's why. Oh, so she didn't have any, like, magic armor? That's why Fireball kept getting cast. Okay. As you've finally cleared out this fortress of sorrow, you all start to head out towards the front door, and you see a group of Ekuje elves standing there waiting for you. They are cheering and singing and dancing in appreciation for you destroying all of the pillars. They escort you carefully and safely back to Acrevel and give you a place to rest and heal you up. And once again, another feast ensues. They look at you questioningly with the fact that there is now a goblin with you and no longer three of your party members. But uh, you regale the story to them and they nod in solemn understanding and they smile. They give you packs and escort you back to Hunter's Gate where you open the gate to head back to Breach Hill. Does Denver trumpet along and come with us? He does not come through the gate, but he does follow you. Can I stuff food from the feast into Brianna's backpack for later? (laughs) Why is this suddenly really heavy? (laughs) They give you your own backpack full of food. Which I can stuff in Brianna's backpack when I (laughs) ride in there, right? Yes. (laughs) As you go to go through the portal, Jahasi stops you. Stops you and says, oh, one more thing. I have another gift from the Ikuje for all you have done. We were told to keep it safe, but we feel it would be better in your hands as we now have to clean up 
the rest of the mess that the Cinder Claws created. You have done us a great deal of help by cutting the head off of the snake, so to speak. So with that, I would like to give you this, a star knife called Eclipse. This is another portal key for another Ayudara found in Alceta's ring. This is associated with the goddess Desna and the Dreamgate portal associated with her. We have long protected this portal key as well as the hunter's arrowhead, but since you have proven yourselves so worthy to defend them, we think that this would be best given to you. And with that, Jahasi and his new boyfriend that you helped set up wave goodbye to you as well as Nakedia and the rest of the group. Renali thanks you for bringing her back to the Mwangi Expanse. You enter the portal and head back to Breach Hill. And with that, we have finished Book 2 of the Age of Ashes Adventure Path, Cult of Cinders. Oh my god! Wow, what a journey. Holy cow. Oh! Wait, what happened? Yeah. One more thing. (laughs) One more thing. Uh, (laughs) You all all level up to level 9. Yes! Yes! (laughs) So many stabs! So many stabs, so many bombs. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.